Hi everyone, I'm Juliette and welcome back to Love Stories Radio. This is a podcast where we answer all your wedding questions, those that you sent us and those that you didn't. If you're listening to this podcast, I have a hunch you're here because you're planning your wedding or you're in a wedding and you want to know the answers to the questions that everyone else is thinking or maybe that you haven't even thought of yet. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a few pointers on other episodes to listen to if you're new here. Episode 9 is our most listened to show, so that's a good place to start. We discuss what to do if you don't love your engagement ring. Yikes. Episode 27 is another popular one where we talk about the best thing to wear under your wedding dress. If you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com, DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv, or pose it in our Slack group for brides and wedding pros, which you can join at bit.ly slash lstvslack. But it doesn't stop there. Watching real weddings on lovestoriestv.com is the best and the most fun way to plan your wedding. Search and filter tens of thousands of real wedding videos to find the ideas, products, and pros you need for your wedding. Already know your venue? Watch videos of real weddings that happen there to learn about and research other pros who have worked at that same location. Are you comparing two wedding planners? Watch videos of real weddings they planned to get a sense of their work. Need vow inspiration? We got that too. Watching real wedding videos are literally the best way to get ideas for your own speeches, vows, and toasts. If you can't find what you're looking for on lovestoriestv.com, get in touch with us. Send us an email at questions at lovestoriestv.com with your ask and we'll guide you to the best videographers, florists, cake makers, planners, hashtag creators, you name it, we got it. Hi everyone, I'm the most excited because I realized recently that we've actually never had a wedding filmmaker on this podcast, which is really silly because we are (laughs) the first and only platform for wedding videos. So I'm coming to you from Denver, Colorado. I'm at the Venture Workshop, which is this awesome conference put on by White and Reverie and a bunch of other filmmakers that you would recognize from our site. Um, And one of our friends, John Bunn, is here and we've been meaning to a podcast together forever there's a thunder it's thundering rain in the background what's pretty crazy is i'm from oklahoma and (laughs) it's i mean our major sports team is the oklahoma city thunder so it's fitting there you go (laughs) okay so john start off tell the people who you are where you're based where you work how they can find you like give you like the mini bio yeah um well first of all thanks for interviewing me here in Denver. This of is course, fun. it is fun. Um, it's nice to meet you in person. I love what you guys are doing for the wedding filmmaking community. Thank Kill you. It. Thank you. Um, so props to you guys. Uh, my name is John Bunn. I am based in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Been shooting weddings since 2007. So before most of the brides were uh, even out of, you know, out of high school. Um, so I've been doing it for 13 years now. I've filmed over 600 weddings in like 32 states, several countries. That's amazing. Yeah. So I've kind of seen it all from hay bales in the backyards to celebrities. Celebrity weddings. Yeah. Um, my my focus is emotions. I love making people cry or laugh. I love pulling in that emotion. Um, I've been married for 14 years. I have two little girls, and so I always think when I'm filming, like um, I want to film this the way my wife would want to see it for my daughters. I want I think about my girls when I'm filming, and so I come at it from a perspective of a dad and a fa- like and a husband. So I love that. Um, I love playing on you know moments and helping brides and walk walk through kind of the the process with them because 
most people, you know, it's like they, they have no idea what they're, they're thinking about or yeah. with, with their wedding. They, they have no idea what to look for. And so I like holding their hand and kind of helping them. So 600 weddings in, you know, now we shoot about 20 to 25 weddings a year. Um, we added photography five years ago. So it's me and one other person in our studio. And we, I mean, we're based in Tulsa. I'd say about 60% of our weddings are there. Yeah. And then we travel all over the world. You know, fun places, you know, pretty places. To, Amazing. To now. So that's the, the basics. Our company is called Redeemed Productions. And then we also... Tell um, people where... So say your Instagram. Yeah, it's just at Redeemed Productions. Great. Um, my personal is just at John Bunn, J-O-H-N, B-U-N-N, with an underscore at the end. Um, and so I do a lot of stuff to educate brides over there. And then we also just launched the How to Film Weddings podcast about six months ago. And that's really um, for wedding filmmakers, education. After doing this wrong... For so many years and learning all the things not to do, um, we decided to put out content and it's really popped and blown and out, yeah, blown it's up doing and now awesome. thousands and thousands of listeners all over the world, you know, just messaging us and so that's that's really fun. That's why I'm here at Venture uh, this week. We're doing a podcast here, so I love that's the it. basics to find me. I believe so. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So I think I mean you mentioned a bunch of things that I want to talk about. So yeah. usually, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that. A lot of times we'll like um, read off five to ten questions that came in from our listeners. And what I was telling John is because we're talking about videography and filmmaking, it's like we didn't even need to specifically source questions because this is just like the questions we get all the time. So I'm going to be the proxy for the brides and just like ask all the things. So, yeah. Okay. So a couple of things that you mentioned that, first of all, I feel like is a, a misconception is that. I think people think they can only hire wedding vendors in the city where they're getting married. And I'm always telling people that like um, lots of different types of wedding vendors are actually more mobile now and Mm -hmm. but particularly photo and video. So talk a little bit about that. Like when you do film weddings that you have to get on an airplane or drive several Mm -hmm. hours, like how does that come about and how, you know, how does the pricing impacted by that travel and like tell people why they should, you know, consider someone from out of their state or out of their city? Yeah, I mean, for the last five or six years, we've been getting inquiries all over the country, all over the world, um, mainly from our YouTube and Instagram. I mean, since that's really popped, um, you know, our YouTube channel is just right at 10,000 subscribers now. That's a lot. Yeah, which is great for, you know, a wedding film company. Yeah. I just got contacted this week. We're going out to Alaska in July. Wow. Um, from a bride in Chicago. Will you do a takeover from Alaska? Oh, I would love to. Okay, That'd be cool. so good. Um, and so, like, we're in that final stage of, like, booking, but they're doing an elopement in Alaska. They found us on YouTube. They're from Chicago getting married. In like they're, they're like, we are the witnesses, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But, um, yeah, we travel. I mean... I would say I try to travel no more than like five to seven times a year yep. with the two little kids and stuff. But yep. I usually try to factor in like just a, just the actual cost of the travel yep. plus a little bit for time because we like to get out. Yep. Um, you know, if it's a beautiful destination like Hawaii or Montana yeah. or Southern California or, you know, like yeah. we go to those places quite often. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a fun little vacation. We're doing a wedding in Santa Barbara in October and it's like right by my birthday and my daughter's birthday. So we're going to go to Disneyland and like make a thing out of it. But you know, the cost, you know, might be a thousand dollars more, you know, for the actual cost. So Um, that's so important. So like, I want to like, you know, talk about that, you guys. So what, like what John's saying is like, he wants to film weddings in amazing locations and weddings that are extra special. Of course he wants to film all the beautiful weddings like in Tulsa, but like, 
if he can go to Alaska and film like an epic elopement, like Absolutely. on a glacier, like that changes his portfolio. It changes where he's able to say he works. So like, of course you need to pay vendors for their travel and compensate them. But the difference just isn't as big as you might think it is. Yeah. And I always tell people just to ask. Yeah, it never hurts to ask. It I never mean, hurts to ask. If somebody asks me, you know, I had uh, somebody reach out about a Hawaii wedding mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. And we worked out a deal where they just put me, my wife, and my daughter up for a week. Yep. And it cost them like four or $5,000. Yep. But they had a special rate through their hotel. And yep. they used like a Costco rewards thing. Yeah. I, I don't know what they did, but they put us up for a week. I was able to create something unique and get them you know, um, video from like the week of, we got to go to the luau's with them and got to, and so we're able to put together this thing where they brought us out, but it was probably cheaper than hiring somebody there. A thousand percent. And I don't do that all the time. I mean, we, we're in business to make money, of Of course, course, but, um, you know, we're usually willing to, to work with somebody if they have a really, you know, a place that we've never been before or something like that. And and it it doesn't have to be like a tropical destination or whatever, but we're up to travel and, you know, if it works out correctly and the couple's right, you know, that's, that's what we're looking for. It's just connection. You just, it's with every, as everything else in life, it's like, you don't know till you ask and like, you need to, vendors need to be compensated appropriately. Like there's this thing with weddings that we talk about in this podcast all the time where it's like, to you, it's like the most special day of your life. Like it's your wedding, like you are not thinking about it as a business transaction, but the people that you hire, yeah. of course, it, to them, it's not a transaction that you get to know your vendors, like people become friends with them. You hire people you're comfortable with and who care about telling your story, but it's like how they make their living. So you have to be respectful of that, but like, you just don't know till you ask. Right. And I'm always, so you no, know, sometimes people will email us and be like, I found this filmmaker on Love Story CV that I love, but they're in California. And I'm like, just ping them and see. Yeah. Like, you don't know. So yeah, it, I think that's hurts. that's really interesting. So the other thing that you mentioned is that you do photo now. So this yep. is like becoming increasingly popular. I think a lot of brides are very, and grooms are very interested in the idea of hiring one person or one company. Yeah. So tell me more about like how that works and sort of why you like doing that and you know what should what should i'm laughing you guys because the thunder is like just getting more aggressive and the lights are flickering it's very exciting um what should people know you know this is sort of like an emerging trend in photography videography so i was working with a photographer a lot and we we vibed really well and her Mm -hmm. style was very similar to my style um, and so she came to me, she was pregnant and she was working for another studio yeah. and long story short, she was stressed at that job and wondered if I had any like admin openings, you know? And so I hired her to be an admin for a year and then we started talking about adding photo. Um, I've just seen with having the, you know, on a business side for me, brides usually are looking for photo first. Yep. And so it's just traditionally, you know, it's yeah. like a thing. And so they're looking for photo and then they see we do video or they, you know, find us cause we're well known for video and say, Oh, they do photo and look at those rad photos. They're amazing. Yep. And so, um, you know, for us, it's like a great way to capture people's attention. Um, and I tell our brides, you know, it's, you can hire us for either, Yeah. but I like the, you know, I know how to work really well with Nina, my photographer. So this is really key. Yeah. I mean, ideally you guys, you're hiring people who are grown ups and who are lovely and who work well together, but, but like, oof. it's tough. I mean, people are showing up on a wedding day and working with someone they've never worked with before. They don't know each other's styles. It does. It is challenging for a photographer and videographers not to get in each other's way and yeah, and, and, it, and they both think 
what they're doing is the most important thing, which for them it is. Mm -hmm. And so like, I just think there's a lot of benefits to hiring a team. Yeah. And for the most part, photographers are great. Of course. But even like I was shooting a wedding in Kansas City two weeks ago, photographer was super sweet, Mm -hmm. um, but she just did things differently than I would do them. So I would have to go like redo like the way she set up the dress or the way, you know, or just like where she wanted to do the first look with the couple or where she was during the ceremony or where she was, you know, and it was just like this constant, hey, I'm going to be here. Where are you going to be okay during the first dance let's all be over here let's be because we're working together with the photographer I don't want to be in her shot she doesn't want to be in my shot right you know it's like but with Nina or my team um you know I'm like whiteboard this is where we're going to be yeah you know leading up to the wedding like and so we've just done so many weddings we know where each other are going to be and um you know we get we offer packages that's like one video person one photo person and then like an in-between like an assistant that knows how to do photo and video that like can help during portrait because that's really important like during family photos for photo but I could care less on video side of things because yeah. like nobody wants video of like you know like grandma just standing there smiling at the camera <laughs> you want like interaction on video or yeah. we do anyway so yeah. I'm usually like not needing a second shooter for that but like during the ceremony or during like the first look I need two shooters um, and so like the video the, the assistant can help with that so it's just like this hybrid package that saves you know a few thousand dollars and so you know as a business we're always trying to so wait I'm gonna interrupt you a second yeah. so do you are you saying that you think people save a little bit of money by hiring a team by hiring us both together we'll we'll offer a discount typically okay. or like okay. at least like um, a percentage you know 500 extra dollars off or something like that sure. just to because we will save a ton of time not having to, and that's what it comes down to me is like, yeah. I'm not having to track down the photographer, yep. see what they're, they're wanting to do with their timeline yeah. because our main goal is to like make sure a bride enjoys her day. Yeah. And so if we're scrambling with the photographer on the day of the wedding, it doesn't like, it, it doesn't translate well and it makes the bride uncomfortable. So like we have an extra two or three hours of work with the photographer and making sure that we're a good, like working well together. And so in Tulsa, where I'm at, I work with a lot of photographers that are not redeemed productions. Yeah. And I've worked with them multiple times, so I know how they work and how yeah. they groove. But like, because I'm the one that owns the company that has the photo crew there too, yeah. I can really help tell the video story even better and yeah. make sure. And I'll be like, hey, can you grab a photo of this to my photographer? Because I know that like this is something that... Like I want for me or I, I, I like can really help serve the couple is what it comes down to. I like I mean, I like that. And again, of course, like you don't have to do it this way, but I just think it's something people don't always know about. Um, and I think it goes the other way, too, which is like ask. So if you hire your traditionally people hire the photographer first, but like we are hearing from more and more people that they're hiring the videographer first. And I think it's a great idea to ask them. So let's say you meet, you've been following John on Instagram or you discovered him from Love Stories TV and you love his work and you hire him, ask him, be like, do you have any photographers you love to work with? Because it's like, if you like him and his style, chances are you're going to like the photographer he recommends. Um, And the same thing, like if you are hiring a wedding planner, ask them. And like, of course, like, you know, what we tell people is like, come to Love Stories TV and watch videos from that venue and right. see who's worked there together. But asking vendors to refer other vendors, I think, is so an underutilized strategy. Yeah, I mean, it's like when you're in a new town and you post on Facebook, hey, who recommends a good restaurant? It's like people that have been there, that's who, you know, 
they understand what you're, you know, they, they know you and they know somebody that could help you. And right. so that's the main thing with us with Redeems Productions. Once we, we want to build that trust with a couple and we're not a great fit for everybody. And I think that's something too, that like brides are almost afraid to say, oh, I don't think we're a good fit or, you know, yeah. and it's like my goal is to find out if we are a good fit. Yeah. And a lot of people are just thinking that we want to sell them something or whatever. Yeah. But it's like once they have decided, yes, they want to book us and yes, we're going to work with them. They usually end up you know asking us and we tell them please help we'll help you with referrals and Mm -hmm. things like that and so a lot of the times you know we're referring their florist or their wedding planner or their photographer we're getting now since we're kind of becoming a little more highly sought after and booking up years in advance kind of thing people are booking us before they book their venue in their day Isn't that making cool? sure we're available oh it's amazing congratulations it's, i mean that's it's, amazing it's the best for sure that's so, so cool. um, you know with that you know i just booked a bride who's um not engaged yet but about to be engaged this is the thing my my <laughs> i know for a fact my mom and grandma went to see wedding venues before we were engaged my yeah. husband does not listen to this podcast so i can say that but like yeah so it was like um we just booked them and she's like yeah um don't like mention that we booked yet <laughs> But we already booked a venue, um, and they booked me, and then they booked a really high-end planner based on me. And so cool. um, what was, what's cool about that for me is I love the business side of it, and not business like business, but like yeah. I love serving couples and their families, yeah. and I love the stories that love gives us, you know? Yeah, totally. And so like being able to help another friend in our industry that I know is a good fit for that bride. Yeah. It's like, oh, you need to reach out to this vendor because you're going to love them. And then yeah. they book them and have a great, uh, you know, like a great response and the great, they, like they enjoy working with them. Like that's the best thing for me. And so I don't refer people unless I know that they're going to be amazing. So tell me, I'm interested in this word you've used it and other people use it, which is fit. So it's like when, who are the couples that are the best fit for you? And who are the couples where you end up being like this isn't a great fit and I don't mean because you're pricing or your date availability I mean right. that other softer usually has nothing to do with that yeah mm-hmm. that softer stuff so for you personally who feels like a good or less good fit and mm-hmm. how should people think about that if they're booking some filmmaker in their town or their yeah. state so the best fit for me um, is somebody that is like really emotionally in love with their, you know, soon to be spouse Yeah. that really cares about family, that really cares about their story being told correctly. Mm-hmm. That also the main thing re- has followed us for a while and values what we do. Yeah. We like knows a, your, like knows yeah, your work. They're like, Oh, yeah. I, I saw your wedding. You did this. I've yeah. been following you for this long. Yeah. Um, those kinds of people that see the value in what we do, because if they don't see the value in what we do, I don't want to book them because they're going to treat me like the hired help. Yeah, and they're not. They're going to be less likely to be happy with the final right. product. And so right, and so I I turn down quite large weddings, yeah. like budget wise. Yeah. Because they're not the right fit as a like a mesh. We don't mesh well together. We're, yeah, totally. There was a wedding last year where the couple that you know it was just like we have a lot of money. We want to book you, and it was like, well, let's talk. Let's. I want to see if I'm gonna. And you know, I started talking to some of the vendors that worked with their sister the year before, and yeah. it was like hell for them. You know, to where yeah. and I was like, you know, tell me why you're interested. And they're like, oh, we just need a video, and it's like, right. They're they're paying ten thousand or more dollars. Yeah. For, they're willing to do that without yeah. even. seeing my work which it's like I've done that before and it's Mm -hmm. you know I feel very very small at that wedding you know because it's like oh they treat you like you know 
you're a, a server at the as opposed yeah. to somebody that and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but like no when, I get it there's other people that will take there are plenty of people who would probably come on this podcast and be like I don't care and I'll d- take that $10,000 wedding but yeah. I think when you get to a place like you have with your business where you can be choosy yeah why wouldn't you pick couples who feel good to you yeah and couples by the time the the wedding day even gets there they love the video before I've even started shooting it. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And that's the, right. you know, it's like you want to give yeah. them a hug when you walk in the door. And, and you're, you know their mom's name. You know their dad. Yeah. You've met them several times. And so, like, that's our vibe um, mm-hmm. is, like, we really want to get to know you. Who's grandma? Who's dad? Who, are there any awkwardness in the family? And it makes it better. Like, so I always think about this from my own wedding because you guys always hear me talk about how I, like, didn't plan it. And my mom planned it. And our photos are so beautiful. Our photographer is so talented. I hadn't met her. She didn't know me. She yeah. didn't know anything about me. And so luckily I'm pretty easygoing. I just did whatever she wanted. But like that made her job harder because she came yeah. into that day and she was like, well, I don't know. Is Rachel shy or not shy? I don't know what's important to Rachel. And like for my wedding, it was sort of just like what's important to Rachel's mom. And like it yeah. all worked out because we're all like friendly, nice people. But like that's actually not if I were her, I would be a little nervous coming into that yeah. wedding. Like you want to walk in and have the bride and groom excited that you're there because yeah. then they're going to help you make a better video. Exactly. And, yeah. and they're more I totally what, get it. like the trust factor is, you know, I don't yeah. expect you to trust me from the first time you meet me. But if you've been following me for years and see, you know, I put a lot of our personality out yeah. there. I tell people how much I love Taylor Swift and yeah. the <laughs> office and like, same, I mean, same. it's like, so I, people come in to meet with me and they're like, Oh my goodness, I love this about you. Yeah. I love it. And so I'm trying to like really attract and repel people that, you yep. know, I'm not a good, if you're out there listening and it's like video isn't that important, I'm not the right fit. You're right. Exactly. But the people that are the right fit for me are the ones that are like video and photo are the things I'm taking away from a wedding. Yeah. I will delete flower budget or alcohol yeah. budget. I don't care. I want you there. Are you available on this day or this day? Yeah. I'm waiting to book my venue. I mean, that's ideal. That's really cool. For us. And so I think advice guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that doesn't forget, like that doesn't sound like me again, like that's okay. But call a filmmaker and say the truth. Be like, I have, this is my budget and I want a video cause I want to check it off my list, but I'm, I'm not that into it or I'm a little bit yeah. shy or whatever. And just make them aware. And then they can decide if you're yeah. right for them. But I think like it all comes down to communication at the end of the day. Like we always talk about this when people ask us, they're like, I, oh, I went to my makeup trial and I really hated it. What do I do? And my first question is always like, did you tell them? Like, you know, it's just, you got to communicate and like, you got to be nice and respectful, but wedding vendors are like people and they're like artists. They got into this because they're floral artists or makeup Mm -hmm. artists or filmmakers and like, you know, if, in order for them to make what you want, you have to communicate with them. Yeah, and I think the biggest beef that I have, so we get about 30 to 50 new inquiries a week that's at this a, point. Congratulations. Which that's is a lot. amazing. And some weeks there's none, but yeah, on average but maybe 20 to 30 a week. That you should be really proud. That's um, a big deal. Thanks. It, and I try to respond personally to every single one yeah. and reach out. And so there's a lot of work, you know, yeah. to book, you know, when you're having a thousand people reach out in a year yeah. to book 20 to 25 of them. Yeah. You know, it's like. I am not the right fit for 95% of my brides. And sure. 30 might be a little high, but it feels like that. It, yeah. It's probably 10 to 20 to be on, yeah. like, on average a week. It's honestly a lot. Through. I've had six since I got here yesterday. So whatever, you know, it, some weeks I'm are I'm smiling more, big because I'm some proud. Some weeks are, yeah. It's really cool. And so, um, you know, like one thing that just is the biggest beef for me is when people act very interested and talk on the phone and use your time yeah. and just don't have two minutes to say, hey, love you. 
it's going to be outside of the budget or we've gone somewhere else. It doesn't yeah, hurt my feelings. Tell the it, Let me know. You guys, it's like dating. Don't ghost people. Don't ghost me. Don't ghost people. I um, I don't want to waste your time or my time. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's like someone um was using the term frienders to talk about wedding vendors. And that's, I actually like really awesome. liked it because yeah. it's like, it's not... You're not buying a pair of shoes. It's like these people, we were just talking about this. It, we're at this conference and I was just like teaching a class and it's like the filmmaker is going to be around you while you're like getting ready for your wedding. Yeah. It's the most intimate thing in the world. You so like, like you want to like them. And so you got to treat people like people, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the, the brides that do that are the ones that, you know, like when are the ones that you want to work the hardest yeah, for. Yeah, that's you, you know, want to work the hardest for. I like And that. I had a wedding that I did in 2017 where they spent about 150 grand on the wedding um, in Oklahoma, which is pretty that's large a big, budget. It's a big budget anywhere, yeah. but yeah, and especially there. So it was there. gorgeous and beautiful. Yeah. But like they tre- they I hired them because I thought they would be a good fit, but I yeah. didn't make sure they were a good fit. Yeah. And it was just, you know, the one of the worst days of my Ugh, career. Because like they I, just weren't invested in the video. They treated me like the help. They didn't yeah. listen. They didn't, you know, I didn't get any food. It yeah. was running late, and they just didn't want to do. You feed your, feed the yeah. people working feed at your food. wedding. Yeah. yeah. Feed us first, too, so we can get back to shooting. Yeah, that's you're... actually, like, a good. Well, let's, okay, I, I wanted, that's something actually I want to ask about, like, is sort of my last big question for you is, like, what are some things you wish brides knew? And not just like for you personally, but that will help them have a better wedding. You know, like it mm-hmm. goes both ways, right? If they, things you wish they knew because it makes your life easier, which makes you make a better video. Like what are some mm-hmm. of these, what are these, some of the, the little things? Number one thing that stands out to me is that I think that brides think things happen quicker on the wedding day than they do. Oh my God. Yeah. You guys, the so timeline, you got to have trust, an expert help you with the timeline. You got to trust us as we're helping you build your timeline or your planner is. Yeah. And I always just say build in 10 to 15% more time for each thing. One, I couldn't agree more. Because, you know, two weeks ago, our brides custom gown, the train ripped, took 20 minutes to get it fixed. Um, Last week, the golf cart driver splashed mud up on the bride's dress. No joke. It took 20 minutes to get that fixed. You know, the flowers, make sure they're in the right spot at the right time. Make sure mom's ready when it's time to get your dress on. Like a lot of those things that... Day um, of coordinators, right, are key. At least, yeah, at the least. Higher day of coordinator. But like walking through the timeline with people that have been to the weddings and like trusting what they're telling you yep. you're not like the you're not the unicorn that can like get your 16 people bridesmaids all photographed in five minutes well, we all every bride does that like it's like i th- i think i can do it this way i'm making that voice because that's me i was the bride <laughs> okay i always tell the story i did not want to do a first look i was like yeah. i want to see justin for the first time at the ceremony it's mm-hmm. possible but many experts told me they're like if you do that you won't be at your cocktail hour. People will be waiting longer for yeah. you. Like we won't be able to get this and this and this photo. And it took me a lot of convincing and they were totally right. And I meet brides now all the time that are like, I don't want to do a first look. I'm like, I'm going to tell you what the experts told me. Yeah. And there's just things like that. So just listen to the experts. Just I would be say. open for changing what your, be open. your mindset is on it. something. Yeah. Because a lot of times a couple will be like, we want photos during the daytime. We yeah. do not want a first look. 
our ceremonies at sunset. Yeah. Can you make that happen? And a lot of video videographers will be like, yeah, I can do that. But it's, but it's like, like, how are you going to get in three everything of these you things. need? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Totally. And so trusting that based on your situation, you know, our bride this last weekend had 16 bridesmaids and 16 groomsmen. I was one of 17 once. Yeah. And so it took a, it took a minute <laughs> yeah, to, it to do a, all the stuff. Yeah, And so, you know, <laughs> That's every, a lot of bobby pins. every photo grouping on average takes two to three minutes to yeah. get, you know, and so you start thinking, and you know, if you're, if your person that you're hiring just says yes to you about everything, then you might be they're like, not, they're might actually be doing you a disservice. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, we can't do that. Or okay. I really recommend you do the first look because of this. I've never had a groom upset or a bride upset that they did a first look. It's the most fun part of the day to me, yeah. honestly. I didn't do a first look at my wedding. Yeah. And this was 2005, so they, yeah. they weren't like a thing. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, if I would have, I was so nervous. I just cried the whole time she came down the aisle, oh, which so is sweet. Cute. Yeah. But like, I didn't, you know, if you think about it, like I didn't get to talk to her until after our, like alone. That's the same thing people don't realize. So after our wedding, yeah. and, you know, it's like the nerves that happen on a, without, you know, if you're not doing a first look or whatever, but yeah. I mean, not to get off on first looks, but like yeah, listening but to the people yeah. about your timeline, being yeah. open for that. And yeah. then also a lot of times people with the video are like, no, I don't want it to be about me or me to be on recording. Like, I don't want me, my voice. I don't like my voice. Oh, that's um, so funny. That kind of thing. And it's like, we try to make you as comfortable as possible. We can kick people out of your room. But like getting audio snippets from the day. It makes, the, those are the best videos. With a filmmaker that knows what they're doing. It's, it, it will add so much depth to your film. The I wedding think. I was talking about the, the, that I hated and it made me feel so small. Yeah. They didn't read any letters. They didn't do a first look. They yeah. didn't have any vows. And then they were upset at me that my story didn't, their story didn't feel like, what you know what they had seen on my website and i pulled up the emails where i said here's yeah. where i told you to do th-. yeah yeah and so they had nothing to fight back on and but it just like i hate being in that situation with yeah. other couples so no never again right it's like point. you hire i always say this it's like you hire a filmmaker or a photographer or any vendor because you like their work that you've seen mm-hmm. so then if you start requesting things to them and they're like well that's not how i normally do it you're not gonna get yeah. what you liked that you saw and right. i'm not saying it to make you feel silly it's just it's a very common thing. It's like, um, we talk about a lot with music. Brides like want to pick their own music. And I'm like, honestly, like you just watched 20 videos from this filmmaker and you loved it. And he picked the music for all those. Like just trust. You just, you got to trust the experts, but people you're not for most people. A wedding is the most money they've ever spent on anything. Mm -hmm. They've never hired people in this same way. And so they're just not used to it, which is why we do the podcast. We're giving you the advice. And I think too, like on the song, like whenever you tell a a videographer, can we use this song? You're like literally trying, like putting them in a box in a cage. That's like, we have to, like if you're, footage is light and airy and happy and you want this super emotional song it doesn't fit right we know what words your dad said to you at your toast we know and then you're not gonna like like, it as much let them do their job let us do our job yeah i agree let us do it if you hate it we'll change it i couldn't agree more so there's there's just a lot of it where it comes to like if you're a bride and you just like think you got it figured out and know it all Yes, you've read magazines. Yes, you've yeah. read blogs. But like, trust the process. Take your time yep. and listen to the people. If you love that wedding filmmaker, you know, listen to what he or she has to say I about agree. the day. Cool. Oh, good advice. All right. Okay. So, um, tell. So let's say let's go through Roma time roll call. Where people obviously you can visit lovestoriestv.com and watch tons of amazing videos by Redeemed Productions and contact John and hire him for your wedding. You that can, would be fun. That, I wouldn't mind that. Please do that. You can also. <laughs> Follow Redeem Productions on Instagram. If you are listening to this and you're a vendor or a filmmaker, um, you should also check out How to Film Weddings, yeah. um, which is on YouTube and Instagram. Yep. 
And any any final things people need to know about you? No, I think I mean if you're in the you know the business of shooting weddings or you you want to just see a behind the scenes look at what we do. Yeah. Um, we educate thousands of vendors or and videographers all over the world at this point. Yeah. Um, so we have lots and lots of podcasts, lots of tutorials there at How to Film Weddings on all of the the platforms. And then yeah, if you want to see some of our work, you know, Redeems Productions on Instagram, um, our website and stuff. But like yeah, if you're if you're doing a wedding somewhere cool and want you know somebody that's super passionate, I'd love to to hear from you. Amazing. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. All right. Thanks. Reminder to everyone listening out there. If you have a question you want answered on an upcoming episode, you can email it to questions at lovestoriestv.com. You can DM us on Instagram at lovestoriestv or ask it in our Slack group for brides to be and wedding pros, which you can join by going to bit.ly slash LSTV Slack. And if you have feedback about one of our answers, we definitely want to hear from you. You can share your thoughts and feelings on those same channels. Don't forget to subscribe to Love Stories Radio and leave us a review on iTunes. We love when people say nice things about us. And also, it helps other wedding lovers out there, like you, discover our show. And last but not least, are you a wedding pro? Email loveclub at lovestoriestv.com to get more info about how you can join our partner program, The Love Club. We help wedding pros build their brands and connect with a pipeline of customers on lovestoriestv.com and on our marketing channels, leveraging both the real wedding videos that feature their work and original content. So that's it. We'll see you back here next week. Bye.